0: Hare Krishna, Vanchakalpa, Trubhyas Chakrpa, Sindhubhye, Bacchapa, Tithanam, Bhavanibhyo, Vaisnavibhyo, Namo, Namaha. So we're here to continue with our study of uh, uh, Canto 11, Chapter 29 here, Srimad Bhagavatam, called Bhakti Yoga, and we've reached up to text number uh, 37 in Chapter 29, Chapter 29 is called Bhakti Yuga. And this is the conclusion of this meeting between Uddhava and Lord Krishna, just before Krishna's disappearance. It looks like the final conversation, but it's actually the second to the last, as we'll find out. Uh conversation that uh, Krishna has um, before he goes out to uh, uh, wherever he wants to go (laughs) and uh, returns and Uddhava goes off to uh, Bhadarikashram. Uh, So we're at text number uh, uh, 37. uh, what's ha- happened is is actually in uh, uh, 34 we have the last bit of Krishna's instructions and then uh, 35 and 36 uh, we go back to the conversation of Shukadev Goswami with Maharaj parikshit where it says uh, Shukadev Goswami said having, Hearing these words spoken by Lord Krishna and having thus been shown the entire path of yoga, uh, yoga marga, uh, uh, Uddhava folded his hands, Kritanjali or Badanjali, Badanjali, to offer obeisances, but his throat choked up with love and his eyes overflowed with tears so he could say nothing. Steadying his mind, which had become overwhelmed with love, Uddhava felt extremely grateful to Lord Krishna, the greatest hero of the Yadu dynasty. My dear King Parikshit, Uddhava bowed down to touch the Lord's lotus feet with his head and then spoke with folded hands. Cretanjoli again. Uh, so his, his had to steady his mind because he had feelings of gratitude toward the lo- toward the, lo- the Lord, and uh, remembered his kindness uh, toward him. And so now Uddhava is speaking. Here we are with text number uh, 37. Uh, Before reading the Sanskrit, I'll say, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. So 37 goes like this. Sri Uddhava Uvacha. (coughs) Vidravito moha mahan, Mahandakaro karo, irashrito me, tavasani danat, nusami pagasya, shittam tamobi, prabhavantya jyadhyam. Ah, Sri Udhava said, O unborn, primeval Lord, although I had fallen into the great darkness of illusion, my ignorance has now been dispelled by your merciful association. Indeed, how can cold darkness and fear exert their power over one who has approached the brilliant sun? Uh, so you can see here, uh, 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 this word, vidravitaha, driven away, what? Moha, delusion, maha-andhaka, or andhakara, great darkness, uh, the great darkness of illusion or delusion. Uh, which uh had been taken shelter of uh, uh, me, I had fallen under that. And uh, then by your presence, uh, he compares your son to his presence, sani uh, uh the son, and then, when one, and then the example, uh, for one has come close to the sun, samipaga, uh, there is no sittam, dhamma, bir. Uh, the uh, cold, darkness, and fear, uh, uh, are gone in the same way that by coming close to you, uh, my, uh, uh uh, 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 illusion uh, and darkness of illusion has all been uh, dissipated. Uh, I think we have. Where did we go? I lost my page. Uh, the BBT purport says uh, although Sri Uddhava feared separation, Uh, from the Supreme Personality of Godhead, because he knows he's leaving now. Uh, Although Sri Uddhava feared separation from the Supreme Personality of Godhead, uh, Lord Krishna, he now understands that in a fundamental sense, the Lord is everything. Uh, Krishna consciousness can never be threatened or diminished for one who has taken full shelter of the lotus feet of the Lord. Um, Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur says, has a little bit of a long purport here. The great darkness of illusion, which I was under, this is this is the purport of Ishmael Chakravarti Thakur. The great darkness of illusion which I was under, in other words, he's channeling the thoughts of Uddhava. Considering that Dwarka, along with my lord and all the Yadavas, was limited and temporary, because they're about to go. Or actually, they've gone. He's already received that word. The the adus are gone already. Uh, that illusion has been destroyed by you. Uh, after asking questions to the Lord in the third canto, because we're going to go back to the third canto now, we're going to have to have a little excursion. Krishna had replied, giving to Uddhava. Uh, the knowledge to elucidate the secrets concerning himself, which could not be understood by others. This was indicated by the following verse. And now he quotes uh, uh, this verse from the third canto, fourth chapter, nineteenth text: "Itiaviditas <inaudible> hardayas Har Daya, Mayamsa Bhagavan Paraha, Adite Sharikarivindaksha, Atma Paramamsthitam. When I asked the Lorded, when I asked the lotus-eyed Lord what I desired in my heart, He explained to me His supreme position. The present verse. Refers to Uddhava's receiving those answers, which dispelled his dark illusion. Although this verse is in the third chapter, but he says though the third canto is in the in the uh, third canto rather, though the third canto description occurred after the explanation of philosophy described in this chapter. This is similar to Maitreya's mixing the stories of Varaha who appeared in two different Manvantaras. Because um, uh, there's if we go back to the third canto very beginning of the third canto actually even at the very end of the second canto there's reference to the Lord's Uh, discussion in this way, Um, so here we see this, uh, let me get, I can't, anyway, uh, what's happened is that um, uh, in, the, in, in the third canto, it describes the Vidura uh, uh, begins this way where Shukadev Goswami says, after renouncing his prosperous home and entering the forest, King Vidura, the great devotee, remember the Vidura is the sort of uncle of the Pandavas, a half-brother. He's the Dasiputra, the, you know, the son of a maidservant and the king. Uh, so, uh, and, and Vidura uh, had left. He, had, he had, uh, uh, was insulted, uh, uh, a, 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 and uh, he split and went away on pilgrimage. Uh, that's in the uh, uh, in, in the Tom. You can and you can read the whole story, and he left. And then while he's away, he hears about the end of the Yadu dynasty. Right? Uh, in, in the third canto, uh, uh, here, well, let me say this. The third canto starts this way. Sukadeva Goswami said, after renouncing his prosperous home and entering the forest, King Vidur, the great devotee, asked this question of his grace, Maitreya Rishi. What else is there to say about the residential house of the Pandavas? Sri Krishna, the lord of everything, acted as your minister. He used to enter that house as if it were his own, and he did not take any care of Duryodhana's house. The king asked, uh, Goswami, when and where did the meeting and discussion take place between Vadura and his grace Maitreya Muni kindly oblige my lord and describe this to us so he wanted to know about this when did he have this discussion with uh, uh, with uh, uh, Vadura And so what had what, what what happened here um, is that, oops, that's the wrong one, sorry, excuse me, a little technical problem here, got the wrong file up. What had happened is that um, Excuse me. Sometimes I hate the way this computer works. Yeah. So the, the, there's this narration in the third canto occurs after Uddhava and Krishna speaks here. They have this long conversation, because in in the third canto, it describes that Uddhava's encountering with Maitreya Muni, who was present when uh, Krishna spoke to Uddhava, and he asked him, "What did they say?" So he and it's a different discussion. So the. Understanding is that when Uddhava departed from Krishna here, uh, he he then returned, and Krishna went off to leave the world. He then returned and then met up with, uh, 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 and and again he returned. Krishna, no, Krishna had left. Uddhava left. He then returned and met up again with with uh, this discussion between um, between uh, Maitreya and, and they had another discussion, had more discussion. But this time, Maitreya was there. And as, as we'll see, uh, Maitreya is described as a, a Janana Bhakti. He's not... He, he, it's very interesting because when we look at these descriptions of Maitreya, he's described in very glowing terms, but he's also not a pure devotee. So he's very, very advanced with this kind of jnana bhakti, which has been described already by Uddhava here, uh, but he's not pure. And, and the interestingly enough, when he... Describes, it tells, uh, enlightens um, uh, Maitreya. Krishna enlightens Maitreya. It's all about Krishna's relationship with the material energy only. You know, it's like very it's very interesting. Anyway, so if we go back to the uh, third canto, first chapter, uh, I'll just skip around a little bit. Well, uh, it really. Um, uh, this uh, we start. It tells about how, how uh, he was insulted. He he left uh, uh, to go on pilgrimage, uh, and then um, and traveled around. And then it says here uh, t- uh, at three one at the place of pilgrimage at Prabhasa. It came to his knowledge that all his relatives had died due to violent passion, just as an entire forest burns due to fire produced by the friction of bamboos. After this, he proceeded west to where the river uh, Saraswati uh, flows, and then it describes his trip a little bit, Uh, little temples that he visited, and then Thereafter, this is 24, Vidura passed through very wealthy provinces like Surat, Sorvirya, and Matsya, and through western India, known as Kurujangala. At last he reached the bank of the Jamuna, where he happened to meet Uddhava, the great devotee of Lord Krishna. So this is this meeting. Uh, uh, So accordingly, this took place after his discussions, uh, the previous discussion when Krishna and Uddhava were alone. There, due to his great loving feeling, his great love and feelings, uh, Vidura embraced uh, him, Uddhava, who was a constant companion of of Lord Krishna and formerly a great student of Brihaspati's. Vidura then asked him for news of the family of Lord Krishna, the personality of Godhead. And then Prabhupada says in the purport here, uh, Uddhava was a great scholar in logic, and he was known to be a <clears throat> son or disciple of Brihaspati the great learned priest and spiritual master of the demigods. Vidura asked Uddhava about the welfare of his relatives although he already knew they were no longer in the world. He had heard this before. that they had. This inquiry appears to be very queer, but Srila Jiva Goswami states that the news was shocking to Vidura, who therefore inquired again due to great curiosity. Therefore, his inquiry was psychological and not practical. Now, they didn't really have to know, but his mind was concerned about this. So, therefore, he asked his questions what happened. Uh, then, if we go uh, skip a little bit to the uh, three uh, second chapter of the third canto, uh, where Sukadeva Goswami says, when the, when the great devotee Uddhava was asked by Vidura to speak on the message of the dearest Lord Krishna, Uddhava was unable to answer immediately due to excessive anxiety at the remembrance of the Lord. And then Uddhava said, My dear Vidura, son of the world, the son of the world Lord Krishna has set, and our house has now been swallowed by the great snake of time. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> what can I say to you about our welfare? The personality of Godhead, Lord Krishna. Um, that, so now I'm skipping again. Um, uh, uh, he, he, uh, to the fourth chapter, third canto. Uh, so there's a whole, you know, a, a lot of stuff there. And then uh, the personality of Godhead, Lord Krishna, uh, after foreseeing the end of his family by his internal potency. Now, So now it goes back to the narration, right? Uddhava wants to know. So then... Uh, Krishna, after foreseeing the end of his family by his internal potency, went to the bank of the river Saraswati, sipped water, and sat down underneath a tree. Uh, uh, There it continues in the fourth chapter, The Lord is the vanquisher of the distresses of one who surrendered unto him. Thus he who desired to destroy his family told me previously to go to Badarik ashram. Yet in spite of my knowing his desire to destroy the dynasty of Vadura, I followed him because it was impossible for me to bear the lotus feet of the master. So he said, you know, this is what's going to happen, but I followed him. Thus following him, I saw my patron and master, that's Krishna, sitting alone and deeply thinking, uh, taking shelter on the bank of the river Saraswati, although he is the shelter of the goddess of fortune. At that time, uh, after traveling in many parts of the world by Treya, a great devotee of the Lord, and a friend and well-wisher of the great sage Krishna Dwipayani Vyasa, reached that spot out of his own perfect accord. So that's what he sees him sitting alone. Uh, and then he uh, meets uh, with, uh, he sees the Lord with... Uh, uh, Maitreya, who is described as a Mahabhagavata. And Prabhupada says in the purport here, Maitreya was one of the disciples of Maharshi Parashara, the father of Vyasadeva. Thus, Vyasadeva and Maitreya were friends and mutual well-wishers. By some fortunate accident, Maitreya reached the place where Lord Sri Krishna was resting, to meet the Lord is not an ordinary incident. Maitreya was a great sage and learned scholar philosophy, but not a pure devotee of the Lord. And therefore his meeting with the Lord at that time must may have been due to a jnata sukriti, or some unknown devotional service. Uh, this is the idea of uh, sukriti generally means a, 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 a good deed, an unknown good deed, Ashnata. But uh, sometimes there's uh, you can do a good deed uh, and not know that it's devotional service. One of the early incidents in ISKCON, uh, uh, at 26 Second Avenue, there's a description of this, I think, in uh, Prabhupada Lila Amrita, where uh, Prabhupada is in the morning giving a class, the door opens and a, a homeless person comes in. Obviously, you can tell he's been sleeping in the rough and all this stuff. Uh, but he comes to the front of the, of the, of, of the, of the ashram, where Prabhupada is, has his chair, and there's a bathroom th- there, on the side there just a toilet, and he puts down, I forgot the toilet paper or paper towels, huh? Toilet
1: paper.
0: Yeah, it was toilet paper, and then leaves, and they all just sit and watch this happen, and Prabhupada said, his devotional service has begun. So he may not have known who Prabhupada was, who the devotee was, but he just gave something, and that's devotional service, that's the beginning. So if uh, you're just a nice person, likes to help people in distress, you see some people on the side of the road with a flat tire, you stop and help them fix it. It may just be a good deed. Or if those happen to be devotees, then it's devotional service. So that's the idea of Ajnata Sukriti. uh, anyway, he goes on, he says, pure devotees are always always engaged in pure devotional activities and therefore their meeting with the Lord is natural. But when those who are not up to that standard meet the Lord, it is due to the unforeseen fortune of accidental devotional service, Prabhupada says. Uh, then the next text, this is 3, 4, 10. Maitreya Muni was greatly attached to him, the Lord, and he was listening in a pleasing attitude, with his shoulder lowered. With a smile and a particular glance upon me, having allowed me to rest, the Lord spoke as follows. And then the Purport Prabhupada says, Although Uddhava and Maitreya were great souls, the Lord's attention was more on Uddhava because he was a spotlessly pure uh, devotee, a jnana-bhakta. So that's where Prabhupada uses this term to describe uh, Maitreya Muni as a jnana-bhakta, mixed. Huh? While one whose devotion is mixed with the monistic viewpoint is not a pure devotee. So although Maitreya was a devotee, his devotion was mixed. The Lord reciprocates with his devotees on the basis of transcendental love and not on the basis of philosophical knowledge or fruitive activity. In the transcendental loving service of the Lord, there is no place for monistic, monistic knowledge or fruitive activities. The gopis in Vrindavan were neither highly learned scholars nor mystic yogis. They had spontaneous love for the Lord, and thus he became their heart and soul, and the gopis also became the heart and soul of the Lord. Lord Chaitanya approved of the relationship of the gopis with the Lord as supreme. Herein the Lord's attitude toward Uddhava was more intimate than with Maitreya Muni. So then uh, uh, I'll read a few more texts in this, uh, next two texts in the Bhagavatam 3, 4, 11, and 12. O Vasu, I know from within your mind that what you desired in the days of yore When the Vasus and other demigods responsible for expanding the universal affairs perform sacrifices, you particularly desired to achieve my association. This is very difficult to obtain for others, but I award it to you. O honest one, your present life is the last and the supermost, because in this term of your life you have been awarded my ultimate favor. Now you can go to my transcendental abode, Vaikuntha, by leaving this universe of conditioned living entities. Your visit to me in this lonely place, because of your pure and unflinching devotional service, is a great boon uh, to you. Uh, so then uh, uh, He goes on a little later on in this chapter. Uddhava says to Krishna, My Lord, uh, uh, kindly explain to us, if you think us competent to receive it, that transcendental knowledge which gives enlightenment about yourself and which you explained before to Brahmājī. That's what he asked him a little later on in their conversation. Uh, So, what then? Then, Vadura asks Uddhava to tell him what Krishna said to him. So, Vadura doesn't meet with Krishna, he meets with Uddhava who then tells him about this, you know, that he had this conversation with Krishna. So Uddhava then tells Vidura to go to Maitreya, who was also there and heard Krishna's words. So that happens in uh, this uh, this uh, Canto 3, Chapter 4, uh, where the verse 26 says, Uddhava being aware where, where Uh, being well aware of all these technicalities of transcendental science, advised Vidura to approach Maitreya Rishi to receive transcendental knowledge. Vidura wanted to accept Uddhava as his spiritual master. But Uddhava did not accept the post because Vidura was as old as Uddhava's father. And therefore Uddhava could not accept him as his disciple especially when Maitreya was present nearby. So there was some matter of etiquette. So therefore, that's why uh, Uddhava didn't want to instruct Vadura. He was like his uncle, basically, you know. Uh, He he was a senior person, and so that's why. uh, and, And Maitreya was actually very close to Vyasadeva, so... Uh, so then uh, uh, in the uh, the fifth chapter he says let me find it uh, in the book here Yeah, he says to him uh, Maitreya says to Vadura, uh, your good self is one of the eternal associates. Excuse me. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, no, excuse me. This is Maitreya to Vidura. <laughs> I'm sorry. O oh, Vidura, all oh, glories to you. You have inquired from me the greatest uh, the, uh, the greatest of all goodness uh, uh overdo it is not at all wonderful that you are so accepted by the lord without deviation of thought because Vyasadeva was his father Uh, and you know then he tells the back story about you were cursed by Mandavya Muni and, and to become the and you were Yamaraj in a previous life. This was Vadura. The whole backstory is there in the Bhagavatam, one thirteen one. if you want to uh, one. Uh, this story is there. Anyway. Because uh, Mandavya Muni, you know, he, do you remember the story? He, while he was a child, he pierced an ant. And so the Yamaraj said, "You know, okay, you're going to have to undergo this almost being punished with this, with a, being pierced through by a lance." Thought it was too much, cursed him. Anyway, so that's why Yamaraj had this curse; he had to take a low birth. And anyway, that's the whole story. Uh, so then. Uh, Uh, Maitreya says, Your good self is one of the eternal associates of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, uh, for whose sake the Lord, while going back to his abode, left instructions with me, he says to him. Uh, And this is the instructions that he heard. I shall therefore describe to you the pastimes by which the Personality of Godhead Extends his transcendental potency for the creation, maintenance, and dilution of the cosmic world, as they occur one after the other. So that's what he then describes. It's a whole cosmology that that he gives, which is very interesting because uh, uh, if uh, uh, that goes against the Mayavada philosophy, because Mayavada philosophy actually teaches that the world is not the Lord's energies it denies the energies of the Lord so he, uh, he uh, tells him how he pervades everything and how the uh, Lord in relationship with his potencies with the stuff we see in the Chatur Shloki uh, Bhagavatam and, uh, and so on so that's what, that's what that, those instructions were so that's, that's what happened. So we're all, we're all the way back to almost the beginning of the Bhagavatam. <laughs> and, 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 and so then uh, this discussion uh, uh, takes, actually takes place after the one we're studying today. Right? The one in the third canto. Even though it occurs earlier Temporally, it comes afterwards. The third
1: canta comes after
0: the letter. Yes, in, in chronological order. It comes afterwards. But we were introduced to it earlier because it's a more basic sort of instruction uh, uh, here. And, and so uh, Uddhava, uh, what really happens, Uddhava uh, uh, leaves the Lord. Uh, but then returns <laughs> uh, and asks the questions of that, that you see in the third canto there With, in the presence of Maitreya. And therefore, because Maitreya is there, it's not as confidential a discussion. That's the point I hope that's clear. uh, uh as to what happens then. So now back to this one. Uddhava uh, says, O unborn primeval Lord, although I have fallen into the great darkness of illusion, my ignorance has not been dispelled by your merciful association. Indeed, how can cold, darkness, and fear exert their power over one who has approached the brilliant sun? And then he says, at 38, Patyarpito me bhavata pina vichnana Mayapradipaha, idva kritashnas, kritashnas, tavapada mulam, konyam charanam tadiyam. A beautiful verse here. In return for my insignificant surrender, you have mercifully bestowed upon me, your servant. The torchlight of transcendental knowledge therefore what devotee of yours who has any gratitude could ever give up your lotus feet and take shelter of another master Mm -hmm. Uh, so uh, uh, so you have uh, prati arpata offered in return uh, Mm -hmm. Uh, in return for my uh, insignificant surrender, uh, 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 you uh, Anukampina, anu, Anukampa, you are merciful to your Britya, your servant. This uh, Vigyana Maya Pradipa. The torchlight of transcendental... Uh, jnana Pradipa in the Bhagavatam. Jnana Deepena, the light of knowledge, you know. Jnana Deep, Snanadipa, I should say. This is Vijnana Maya Pradipa, the torchlight that's made of... My- the Maya ending, but it's, uh, something made of something. Uh, that the, the light that's made of transcendental knowledge. Uh... Uh, therefore, uh, how could anyone, Krittichna, uh, uh, grateful to you, can can leave your padamula, the soles of your feet? The lotus is added by the translator. Uh, padamula, uh, 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 give up the soles of your feet uh, and go to anyone else, sharanam. Uh, for uh, for shelter, or uh, to another's house, to the, sh- the house belonging to another. Uh, Banu Swami uh, translates this a little differently, following Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur, in return for my insignificant surrender, you have mercifully bestowed on me, your servant, the lamp of knowledge. What grateful devotee giving up your lotus feet would go to another house even if it is yours. That's (laughs) another way of reading the same Sanskrit. Uh, There's no BBT purport but Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur says, I uh, have offered my body along with senses, intelligence and mind to you. And you have offered to me the lamp of the which gives realization of the self remember we have this jnana astikam" astikyam in the Bhagavad Gita uh, 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 jnana uh, <coughs> uh knowledge and realization and so Prabhupada translates vijnana as science because the idea about uh, jnana can sometimes mean theoretical knowledge but vijnana is experienced knowledge realized knowledge because <coughs> the prefix in Sanskrit, vi, is a kind of all-purpose intensifier. You know Vigyana, really? (laughs) So anyway, so this lamp of Vigyana, which gives realization of the self. I have been made perfect by you through experiencing the sweetness of you and your associates, which exist in all time and space. I am now here. Do what you want with my body. Send me where you desire or leave me here because whatever grateful servant giving up the lotus feet would go to some other shelter, even if it is yours at your place. You know? If one can attain your direct presence there, he should go. There's no loss in doing so. Rather, I follow your order. Uh, so that's his... Uh, his uh, statement there is understood by uh, this and I guess we have to stop now so we'll continue with this Uh, we had that little diversion into the third canto so you can understand it's very interesting how this whole last thing is the the thing in the third canto happens later (laughs) if you remember the third canto. And that, but the, the instructions are given first because in a sense they're much more elementary instructions owing to the presence uh, of uh, Maitreya uh-huh. Muni that's been described there. Uh-huh. So we'll continue with text number... 39 there didn't get very far but yeah Uddeva keeps speaking up to text 40 this is his uh, and then 40 to 41 uh, 41 to 44 then the Lord uh, uh, replies And then in 45 in the chapter, Shukadev Goswami then continues the narration. Tells what happens when they part. Okay, we'll see if there are any questions or comments. You can. There's several ways. You can express yourself?
1: If, if you're on the uh, phone, you can press star six and unmute yourself. If you're on Mayapur TV, welcome. Uh, you're welcome to uh, type in a question in the chat box to the right of the, of the screen, or you can go to Ravendous Review's website, rsdasa.com, and there is a chat box feature in the lower right-hand corner. You can type your question there. Um, okay. Questions already. Uh, 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 uh. Well, let me go to one that I have all set up. <laughs> uh, this is a question actually from two weeks ago. Uh, Dr. Carl asks, says, two weeks ago the chintamani was mentioned, is it a touchstone, which is a means of identifying the gold content of an alloy? A philosopher's stone, which turns everything it touches into gold, or is it is it a desire stone? That is a translation description that is used in the Brahma Samhita, at least in the German translation of it. Are there varying concepts of Chintamani?
0: No, the the Chintamani is supposedly uh, a transcendental gem from the spiritual world. Chintamani Prakara Sadmasu, all the rocks. It's very interesting. It's discovering that that it 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 is when it's on the earth. It does. It turns base metal into gold. It is the philosopher's stone uh, in Europe that the alchemists were looking for something that could could to to either manufacture or discover something that could do that through alchemy. By the way, alchemy is just the Arabic word for chemistry. <laughs> um, uh, uh, so there was the stories, obviously coming from this part of the country, I mean in India, of this uh, uh And so it's the transcendental gem. Uh, it seems to be sometimes available on the higher planets, rarely on Earth. But in the spiritual world, uh, these stones have this uh, property uh, of being spiritual gems. Just so there, they're just transcendent gems that that uh, are all made of spiritual things. Uh, when when uh, when. Uh, the, uh, the description of this chintamani prakarasadmasu kalpaviksha lakshavitesu surabi rapi paliantam lakshmi sahasra sata sambra man sevanam Govindamaripurushamta Mahamajami. So this is describing Brindavan, not a spectacular place, a remote little rural village. Uh where there uh, rocks everywhere, trees everywhere, cows, mm-hmm. a- a- and uh, a- and uh, um, milkmaids basically who milked the cows. The boys herd the cows, the girls milked them, and, and so on. That was apparently the division of labor. Mm-hmm. So it's a rule, nothing opulent like the cities where you have you know spectacular Trump towers and. Things like that they are very opulent. These are like rural villages, simple. But though it's simple, they're saying every rock is a Chintamani. Every tree is a Kalpa-Riksha. That means it gives you whatever fruit you want. Uh, uh, Every cow is a Surabi cow. If you get one of those cows, you get everything you want. Uh, and every one of those little village girls who don't even wear shoes, every one is a Lakshmi. Lakshmi visits you once, you got it made. Because she's, she's known, Lakshmi Devi is known for not staying long in one place. You know, the gamblers worship her, Lady Luck. <laughs> you know, and she's known to be... She comes, she stays and she leaves and you don't know when she, you know, so, but so, but every one of those cowherd girls is a, is a goddess of fortune. So actually it looks simple, but actually it's hiding or kind of concealing this incredible opulence. So it's Aishvarya Kandamini is also the name of a book <laughs> which is described by this, this kind of uh, hidden opulence.
1: So Madapati Prabhu, <coughs> excuse me, he has a comment and then a question. First he says, uh, in regards to Agata Sukriti, he says, I got in contact with ISKCON when I started donating to Food for Life without knowing that I was actually giving Krishna. That led to starting spiritual life at the age of 51. So seemingly material charity projects by ISKCON are the greatest benediction to all who, led by sheer material goodness, donate. Then he has a question. If Uddhava will not instruct Vedora out of etiquette, how is it that Shukade Goswami, a young boy, instructs King Pariksit?
0: Wow. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's it, it, it 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 has to do with uh, I, th- I think that Parikshit is a king and Shukadev is uh, uh, a very very advanced Brahmana and so they belong to uh, different uh, varnas uh, in in that way even though King is a great devotee and uh, and and Shukadev is like kind of legendary uh, for his uh, knowledge and, and and so on so that's that seems to me to be the the uh, the reason and sometimes you know when you really have somebody of spiritual knowledge whoever it is you should take it
1: Any Yes, many more. <laughs> um, Maharadipuru, uh, he asks, he says, How should we discriminate between those who should be informed about bhakti yoga and those who should not? The negative list seems to be clear, yet it stands against common preaching practices I've encountered. He says, Here is the verse, uh, Srimad Bhagavatam 11, 29, 30. You should not share this instruction with anyone who is hypocritical, atheistic, or dishonest, or with anyone who will not listen faithfully, who is not a devotee, or who is simply not humble. Isn't bhakti for everyone?
0: Well, we are under the dispensation of Lord Caitanya, who is most merciful. And Prabhupada said, we take the risk. We He talks about going in public places, and we speak Krishna consciousness, uh, uh, and sometimes we take a risk of that somebody may hear who is not faithful and we violate that norm. So we're allowed to do that, but you still, you know, there's some things that are uh, still you don't discuss among people, uh, Rasa Leela and things like that. Even Prabhupada is very, very... Uh, uh, not uh, very open about those kinds of things, uh, 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 because uh, people will then commit big offenses by taking them as, uh, as ordinary sexual activity, then thinking Krishna is an ordinary human being, or thinking that they're God and that gives them the right also to do all those kinds of things. All these things have happened. Um You know, there's an uh, American, there's a, American, uh, there's a uh, not American, but a Western saying, uh, It's actually from the Bible, uh, you sh- not to cast your pearls before swine, mm-hmm. you know, to give, give pigs pearls. The second part is, nor give what is holy unto dogs. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so that the, the caution is there sometimes. Sometimes we're careful about how much we speak to people. And we... we, uh, Prabhupada just tries to make people first understand you're not your body. And he stresses on that. So you can see that everywhere that, they, that, that Prabhupada tries to get people to have the foundations of Krishna consciousness before going further. And the 10th canto is, you know, at the end of the Bhagavatam. And... Prabhupada all the time talks about these people who, the Bhagavad Saptaha, or the other people who go straight to the Rasalila and the Tenth canto and skip all this other philosophical stuff. But that's not what Maharaj Prikshat heard. He all, And actually, if you're on the absolute platform, all of it becomes as enlivening as... Uh, any of it becomes as living as the whole thing. Or.
1: Ramananda Prabhu asks, he says, I still don't understand why Vidora heard from Maitreya when Vedora is a pure devotee and Maitreya is mixed. Even if he is senior in age, Maitreya is not superior in devotion, is he?
0: Uh, it was just his sense, uh, he's a humble person. <laughs> <laughs> and Maitreya was very much his 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 senior and so uh, he just uh, decided to 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 follow that that etiquette and uh, that was what what he was told to do uh, by Krishna
1: Bhakta Victor asks, um, after dying, how much time do we spend in Yamaraja's kingdom before we get a new material body?
0: Depends. (laughs) Depends. Uh, I mean, the question of how much time, too, you know, I mean, uh, uh, the time in the universe is definitely relative. You know, because there's the story. The higher up you go, uh, the, the the it's like you're approaching the speed of light. In, in modern physics, time seems to slow down relative to the time here. So in Brahma's Brahma's one day seems to him like a day, and down here, like brrr, you know, uh, kalpa after kalpa is passing. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how it works when you go to Yamaraj, But uh, uh, it, uh, there, I've not seen the description so I cannot say how much time uh, passes. Obviously, if you're being punished it's going ob- subjectively very slowly <laughs> uh, like that. Uh, devotees should not have to you know, sometimes you have to go to Yamaraj and really be punished. Sometimes you just have to take birth again and undergo some bad karma or some remnants of your past sinful activities uh, um, on, on this planet. And uh, it's beyond my competence to know how the, it's, it's adjudicated but generally, the fact is, whatever progress one makes in Krishna consciousness is—you don't lose it. You may lose everything else, uh, but but that, that you're, you'll you'll if you've made some advancement in Krishna consciousness, apparently not very much, you'll at least take a human birth, and then pick up where you left off. And so, generally, devotional service is some continuation. The Al-Ghātas may have been in a previous life, even. Hmm.
1: Glenn from Scotland, he wrote in and he said, Th- Hare Krishna, thank you. I enjoyed, not least because I am progressing through Kanta 3 just now. Oh, good. <laughs> so, and then he added, um, it's nice, he said, regarding what arinda Subra was saying just now about risk of preaching to." to folk that are negative about bhakti I can be quite shy about preaching but in my last job I would take in flowers to work that had been offered to Krishna lazy preaching I guess but putting Krishna in, in others lives nonetheless
0: yeah good yeah peanuts are good that way too everybody <laughs> likes peanuts <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? I think that's
1: all the
0: questions. All right, so we will pick up. I started reading part of the third canto again, and I've well, I've heard, I it has been a long time since I'd actually read it. You know, give me a couple more lifetimes just to keep reading Bhagavatam again and again. Okay, so now we will pick up again where we left off. Uh, I got my yeah. So we'll start. Uh, is it next week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll start with text number uh, uh, 39. Thank you very much. Srila Prabhu ki jai shumat bhagavatam ki.